Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another hashtag truth challenge podcast where I talk about the whole truth and nothing but the truth in regards to young adulthood, mental health, and relationships. Y'all, I am back with another episode. This one is a little heavy. I'm gonna warn you now, you may be triggered by this episode. You may be triggered because I was triggered. This uh, topic has been heavy on me since I saw it. It was a post and I'm just going to expound upon it, um, give my personal feedback, my personal experience on this topic. And what is that topic? Self-sabotage and betrayal. Self-sabotage and betrayal. Now, before I get into what self-sabotage is, how I have personally self-sabotaged and betrayed myself. I just want to start by saying that this has been a very um, emotionally draining week. So I went back to work this past Monday. I'm currently recording this and today is to no, no, today is Thursday. Today's Thursday. And um, I had my first back uh, my first week back at work. And honestly, it has not been terrible. Surprisingly, I have went to sleep, uh, on time and like slept through the night. Uh, you know, just because I've been going to sleep at like four in the morning for the past two months. So I don't know how that's happening, but thank God. Um, I've also had to have some very hard and emotional, conversations that have really drained me like literally I had one conversation where I'm trying to communicate with somebody that I love dearly and we're trying to understand one another and we're trying to understand background and you know just how to communicate better and be in relationship better and y'all let me tell you I was tired, okay? The conversation, the way I felt after the conversation, I felt like I had been crying all day. You know that feeling when you, you've you cried? Like, you feel a release, but you're still heavy? That's what I felt like, literally. And I slept so good that night because it was like I had been crying all day, but I hadn't. But that's how emotionally draining that is. And then having to go back to work. Um, like I said, work has been fine, but just having to, you know, be actually social again and talk to people and interact with my clients is just, it's been a week. It's been a, it's, it's just been a week. I'm gonna leave that right there. And then on top of that, I literally have been also procrastinating. We'll, we'll get into the importance of that, but I've been procrastinating about this topic because, um, it, it sends me into deep, deep, deep thought about my personal issues but then it also made me reflect on ways that I have changed my habits of self-sabotaging and uh, betrayal so let's get into this trigger warning once again be ready to think yourself into oblivion now what is first on the list of ways that we self-sabotage and betray ourselves procrastinate yeah, you heard that. Procrastinate. That's number one, y'all. So I feel like for me, procrastination is something that goes back to uh, my childhood years. And when I say childhood, I mean like grade school. I can remember procrastinating on schoolwork, and, you know, with papers, with studying. So those are my first memories of really procrastinating about something. And 
the ways that it affected me in the long run, the ways that it um, also triggered anxiety. Because, you know, when you procrastinate, then you get more anxious about procrastinating and then you get even more anxious about what you haven't done because you're procrastinating. And then you keep thinking about the task that needs to be done and when it's due and you're so anxious because you're procrastinating. Why do we do that to ourselves? I know I did it a lot and I I still do it to this day with certain things. And honestly, it's just not good in adulthood because there's certain things that you just need to do. For example, I needed to file for unemployment while I was unemployed, obviously. And I told myself that I was waiting because there was such a flood of applications and, you know, the the websites were down, the phone lines were full and jammed. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just wait. That was my reasoning for procrastinating is what I told myself at the time. Y'all, if I would have just did the unemployment by the second week that I was actually unemployed, I would not be going through half of the BS that I am right now. And then I got anxiety because I kept thinking about how I hadn't done the application. And so it was just this vicious cycle of procrastinating and getting anxious and then getting upset and then procrastinating and getting anxious and then getting upset. And at this point, y'all, I'm really just tired of me. I'm sick of me. At the end of the day, like I'm tired of me. You have to get to the point where you're tired of yourself to change something. But apparently at 26, I'm not tired enough because I'm still doing it, y'all. I'm still out here procrastinating. Sometimes I even procrastinate recording um, my podcast episodes. Sometimes I record like two or three days before the episode is supposed to come out. But sometimes, y'all, I be recording like one hour before it's supposed to come out. And I be like, why? Why do I do that? I, I don't understand. And then I get so upset with myself because of how it flares up my anxiety. And I really don't like the feeling of anxiety, but also just thinking about what it is that I need, need to do gives me anxiety. So then I just don't do it hashtag procrastinating so that I don't feel anxious to alleviate the the anxiousness for the moment but like I said it's a it's a a vicious cycle of you know just at the end of the day just do what you got to do and I don't do that now moving on to ways that we self-sabotage and trigger um ourselves I'm laughing because all of these things are so me that um i'm actually kind of anxious right now reading back over everything that i wrote so anyways i'm gonna keep going okay more ways that we self-sabotage and betray ourselves totally triggered right now um getting close to a goal then quitting so i feel like this kind of goes with procrastination as well because sometimes i feel like when i'm getting really close to finishing something I feel like I've done enough and then I'm just like okay um I've gotten to this point which is really far let me just sit back and quote-unquote take a break but then I never actually finish the task 
if you get what I'm saying. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever done this. Maybe you've done it like with a project or, you know, anything that you're trying to pursue or learn, whatever endeavors that you are trying to further yourself in. You self-sabotage when you put in all the work and you get so close and then you just give up. This reminds me of, I don't know if y'all have seen the picture. I don't know if it's like a meme. I don't know if there's words with it. But I feel like um, we've all seen that picture on the internet where there's two scenarios of two men digging for gold. And one is like digging, 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 digging. And he gets so close. And then he just stops. For whatever reason, it could be self-doubt, um, self-consciousness, whatever it is. Um, and then the other person is digging and digging and digging. And they keep going and they get to all of the diamonds or all of whatever it was that he was digging for, right? And I feel like that is such a strong representation of me. I ain't going to say y'all because I don't know what y'all's situation is. I'm going to talk about me, Okay. I get so close to some things and I just don't finish. Um, one example that I really have of this is my guitar. Um, I felt like I had gotten a word from God to just learn a new hobby and just see where it goes. Um, and a lot of things kind of got in the way of that, but I'm not going to blame others for something that I did not do. So this is me taking responsibility for my actions right now. But I feel like it was really something that God put on my heart and it was a fast thing. Like I felt it. And then like, I immediately went and bought a guitar. Um, and from then on was kind of like self-teaching, but then I started getting frustrated and, you know, a bunch of other factors. And I decided within myself, like, you know what, let me just give, give up. And that was almost y'all. And it pains me to say it almost like six years ago. And I just think to myself, what if I would have just been diligent and stuck with it over the six years that I've had my guitar like how good or how great could I be if I had just done what I needed to do and just stuck with the plan and then here's the thing about uh doing a task getting close and then not finishing um you can't get mad when you see others excelling excelling in something that you chose not to try anymore in um you just didn't try like that maybe that could have been you or maybe that was never gonna be you or maybe you would have been better but the fact is that you'll never know because you did not try you didn't finish yeah we we self-sabotaging and betraying ourselves up down left and right in this piece i'm gonna move on to number three another way that we self-sabotage is being in unhealthy relationships y'all now here's what unhealthy relationships do they hold you back they definitely keep you stagnant and they cater to your toxic behaviors or encourage your toxic behaviors some relationships are just not going to help you thrive and grow and be the person that you were called and meant to be that's just it 
some people want you to stay exactly how you are. They don't want you to grow up mentally or emotionally. They don't want to see you evolve. They don't want to see your ideas come to life. They want to keep you how you are because that's what's comfortable for them. And we self-sabotage by staying in those relationships because it's comfortable for us. But like I said, in those type of situations, you become stagnant because there's nothing pushing you forward. And you could want to be better. You could want to do this, that, and the third. But because you're with this person... It's just 10 times easier just to keep it how it is for the comfort of it or just for the sake of it, just to say that you're doing it or just to prove to the world that y'all still making it. But inside your, your spirit and your soul is dying and the parts of you that God wants to really thrive and, you know, push you forward in and really make you grow it's just not gonna happen because you're you're stuck with this person because you choose to be stuck with them because you're comfortable and it's easy and we all want to be comfortable and we all want things to be easy sometimes so i guess when we think about releasing ourselves from those things it's like no it's it's too much work it's just like the last point, getting close to a goal and quitting. Like, it's just too much work for me to leave. So let me just keep it how it is. Let me just quit before I even get started and just stay here because I don't want to deal with the pain or the drama that may ensue from a breakup, whether that be a friendship or a romantic relationship. Yes, you can break up in a friendship. Okay, if y'all didn't know that, you you can do that. Um, so we self-sabotage by staying in those relationships because plain and simple, it just keeps us stagnant. Um, number four, another thing that keeps us uh in a habitual cycle of self-sabotage is not keeping our word to ourselves. Let me give you just some small examples. This is this is prime real estate of us self-sabotaging or me. I listen, I don't want to say us because as listeners, I don't know what y'all got going on. Maybe y'all don't self-sabotage, maybe you don't self-betray, but I do. Okay, so here are some examples. You said you would start working out. You didn't. You said you would start eating better. You didn't. You said you would start that YouTube channel. You didn't. You said you would start that business. You didn't. You said you would start that podcast. You didn't. You said you would stick to your boundaries. You didn't. Y'all, these are things that we say to ourselves. We say it to ourselves first. You know, when you have that thought and you say, you know what? I'm going to start getting up and going to the gym. Or you know what? I got an idea for a YouTube channel. Or you know what? I want to start eating better, taking care of my body. Um, There's just things. I, I want to start this book. I want to read this many books in a year. And then you never do it. And all of these things can 
in a way make you better. Now, one thing I will say is that sometimes when we are making promises to ourselves or we're kind of like setting goals, sometimes we're so enthusiastic in the moment about the idea of what we want to do that we overset the goal. So for instance, my podcast, immediately, because I know how I am, I immediately said to myself, I am not doing a podcast every week. I, I can't I can't commit to that. It may seem simple because it's only like an hour, probably less than that of talking a week. Like, oh, she can do that. I can't. I am inconsistent. Um, and I, I, I'm just I just can't do it right now. So when I first started, I said to myself, I'm either going to do twice a month or three times a month. But every week, ma'am, no, I can't do it. Um, but if I would have said, oh, I got an idea for a podcast, I'm, I'm going to upload every week. I'm going to be doing bonus episodes. Um, I want to have guest speakers. If I would have started out with all of that from jump, I would not have made it past one month because it's just too much for me. So I feel like that's a factor when it comes to setting goals or starting something for ourselves is that we may overshoot or be unrealistic about the goal that we're trying to accomplish. Then we're we're overwhelmed or we feel like we're failing. So then we either just choose not to do it at all or we renege from the situation, you know, a little bit into it because we just, we simply can't keep up. I know that's something that happens for me. Um, and this is also how, um, we set goals with no expectations and, and no work towards it. And we just, we just don't try. And even as I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out why it is we do what we do. Um, and I'll say personally for me, I haven't completely gotten to the bottom of it, but I know that part of me not keeping my word to myself as far as any type of goal really is one, I don't believe in myself enough. And I don't feel like I'm good enough to um, receive the the reinforcement or to receive the end outcome. Like if you're consistent in something and you see the end goal, sometimes I feel like I'm not deserving of that end goal. So then I, I don't know, I just go through this whole thought process and I say, you know what, let me not even do it. Or even with my podcast, sometimes I think I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like it's a trillion other people with podcasts. Like I don't feel like I'm different enough. I don't feel like I have anything that's really distinctive that sets me apart where people will want to listen or whatever it is. And so that kind of keeps us or me per se in just kind of this this bubble of not not trying but the thing with not trying is that you you miss out on what it could be you and then you live a life of regret like 
what if I had done this? Or what if I had done this? Or what if I said this? Or what if I actually followed through with this? Or I wonder if I had a stuck with this just a little bit longer. Let me actually, let me give y'all an example. This was about, let me see. This was maybe 2012, 2011 2012 somewhere around there i started a youtube channel doing makeup and i posted like three videos and then i said to myself you know what i'm really not that good at makeup i really you know i i kind of don't know what i'm doing and i had edited the videos and everything my computer at the time already had like editing um software on it so i was editing the videos i had the music in the background everything and i just gave up and now i look at all the uh, beauty gurus and you know the youtube life and i'm like wow if i would have just stuck with what i wanted to do like good or not because you can get good at something over time and i think that's what messes us up like we think we got to be good coming out the gate like no you just have to have something in your hand and that's it you just have something to work with it kind of reminds me of the story of moses in the bible where god asked moses what's in your hand and he had the staff in his hand and later on, if you read the story, the staff, you know, turned into a snake. It He held up um, the staff and it parted uh, the Red Sea so the people could be like, the staff did so much and all God asked was, what's in your hand? What do you have? It doesn't seem like much, but you have something to work with. And that's all that matters. So now I'm sitting up here salty, looking ugly in the face because I just didn't follow through because I felt like what I had was not good enough or just me as a person or my skill set was not up to par. But it really doesn't matter. Just do you. If you really want to do something, you just got to do it. Um, and another thing that really is a trait of self-sabotage is carrying a negative nar narrative or story about yourself and your abilities. And this is something that I have always struggled with y'all always like I can remember grade school like elementary like just not feeling good enough for whatever reason like I'm sorting it out now but I still have not gotten to the root of where that has come from like I'm trying to figure out like what was said like what conversation was it like what what was the situation or the scenario where that seed was planted in me of just the mindset that I'm not good enough or just who I am isn't enough or anything that I try is not good compared to what this person is doing. Like I could never, you know, live up to a certain standard. Y'all, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, I haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet, but I am, which is why this uh episode is so triggering because literally all these things are me procrastinating um you know getting close to goals then quitting being in unhealthy relationships not keeping my word to myself um you know trying to set goals but not really having any expectations all of these things are me and it makes me sad because 
I wonder and I think of who I could be and who I would turn into if I could just let this negative story about myself go. If I could just like completely release it. Um, and as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about another meme. Y'all be on the on Instagram. I was gonna say on the internet. That's how you know you old when you just call everything the internet. Twitter, the internet. Instagram, the internet. Facebook, the internet. All of it's the internet. But I was on Instagram and I saw a, um, it, I don't know if they be memes. Y'all, okay, pause. Do memes have to have a picture or does a picture have to have a word for it to be memes? I Listen, it was a picture. No, 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 no. I'm lying. It was a word, but I visualized it. And it said, you know how babies just let stuff go when they don't want it anymore? And I was like, right. <laughs> like, I don't want this um, negative view of myself. But because I have embodied it, because I have accepted it to a certain degree, because it is something that I have lived with for so many years, it's not as simple to just let it go. Now, have I made the decision to let it go? Yes, but it also takes work to let it go. And so I am in the process of dissecting my thoughts and dissecting my past and picking apart the pieces of me that I feel like this seed was planted in and it's taking work, a lot of work and it's exhausting and it's tiring and sometimes I go kind of overboard and I need to take a break and I'll watch something funny or I'll do something I love like playing my guitar which I'm doing once again if you're in my close friends you see the small progress that I've made with my guitar so yeah, that's where I'm post because I'm very I'm very sensitive about it because I really do love it, but I'm still it's a little shaky, okay? But um yeah, sometimes I have to take a break from being so introspective because it does get tiring and exhausting and it's heavy um and it's hard. So um that's just a little tip for anybody that is into, you know, just really healing and just being better as a person, take a break from that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to, to laugh. You know, we ain't got to be too deep all the time. We ain't, you know, we ain't deeper than Jesus. But um, this is one thing that's just really hitting me hard because I, I want to be better and I want to change and I want to be different and I want to be a better person and I want to be everything that I know that I can be and more and I want every strength and every ability and every capability that I have to come out of me and I would hate 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 that I only have myself to blame for not achieving you know what I'm saying at the end of the day that's all it is you have no one to blame but yourself and I would hate for it to be you know, my inner struggles that kept me from full bloom, if y'all understand what I'm saying. So to turn this around on the happy side, I want to 
uh, share some things with you just literally over this past year that I have done to not self-sabotage, okay? I'm on the way, y'all. It's not a lot of things, but one thing that I have learned is that I have to give myself credit for the things that I have done and not focusing on the negative or the things that I have not done, have not accomplished, have not said. I need to give myself credit where credit is due. And even as I wrote these things out, I said, wow, I really did that. Okay, you really on to something. You really making progress. So for anybody out there that is really in this self-sabotage and betrayal mindset, write down the things that you have accomplished or write down the things that you have gotten better with um, just to just to see it. And so you can you know, glory in your accomplishments. Amen. Amen. Okay. So let's get started. What have I done to not self-sabotage? Y'all, I have ended toxic relationships. That's right. In the past year, I have ended toxic relationships. Now this was not, um, necessarily, well, wait, let me, I'll take that back. One of them was kind of like a boo thing. But the other one, the main one, the big one was a friendship, y'all. It was toxic. Um, and I've, I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but this person was just not an open thinker. And I, I felt like I could not truly be myself without being criticized to uh, the T about anything about me that she did not like or care for. So... I let that go, y'all. Boo thing. Don't ever try to play me ever in your life. End it. Cut off. Like, I don't want to be with nobody just because I feel lonely sometimes. I don't want to tolerate your BS just because I want your attention or your company or your conversation. If you are disrespecting me on any level, you're fired. You're canceled. Your department's being downsized. We're no longer picking up your options. You're fired. Okay. Number two, I have let down walls with the right people. I have let down walls with the right people. Y'all, I have opened up from a person that is super closed off. Like, don't talk to me. I don't want to be your friend. I'm not making friends. Don't play with me. Don't come over here saying hi. Don't be too friendly. Y'all, I'm really, I opened up um, to some, a couple of friends and I've gotten closer to them. Um, I I love them and, you know, we've always been cool, but I've always been so guarded, but over the past month or so, I've found myself opening up even more, um, you know, just to be able to call a small group of friends, um, my friends, like genuinely, not just friends because it's a term, but friends to the actual meaning of friends and that's been a huge one for me again because I am so closed off and guarded and defensive and yeah I can't have a lot of people in my world but I I want the right people in my world and I don't want to uh keep people out you know I'm saying we need friends we need people um you need people that's it that's the whole story (laughs) um another thing I've had hard and awkward conversations. So I'm personality type avoidant and like passive, not passive aggressive, just passive. 
uh, depending on the dynamic of the relationship, depending on the level of respect that I have for you, um, I'll just not say something just to keep the peace. And so one thing that I've had a lot of, and I mean a lot over the past year is hard and awkward conversations. Some of them have ended well. Some of them have not. Some of them caused the exact drama and issues that uh, scared me in the first place from having the conversation, but I faced it. It's like, it is what it is. This is life. Those are the type of talks that you're going to have, especially if you want um, your boundaries to be um, respected. And also if you want to remain in good communication with people, some conversations are just hard and awkward. So that's another big one for me. Round of applause round of applause. I'm doing it out here. Um, number four, I have been pescatarian for almost five months, y'all. So this is a, uh, a goal that I set for myself and I was only doing it for a month for spiritual reasons, but then my body just felt so good. I said, you know what? I want to keep doing this. And y'all, I have kept my word to myself. So I have been pescatarian for almost five months now. Shout outs to me for setting a goal and maintaining my expectations of it. We almost done here. We got two more. What number I'm on? Five? Yeah, number five. I started this podcast, y'all. I started this podcast and I've been consistent. I missed one episode when I first moved um here to Texas. No, not when I first moved. It was actually like one week into quarantine and I just needed to chill, relax, like gather myself. But other than that, like I've been consistent with it and I just I just started it. Like I had the idea for a couple of months and you know, it just kept coming back to me, coming back to me and coming back to me. And finally, I said, you know what? I don't have nothing to lose if I do it. So let me just do it. And that's what I did. And so here I am, y'all. We're almost on the 10th episode. And that is such a milestone for me. I don't think I didn't ever did 10 or nothing ever in my life. Except be alive for 10 years. And that was 16 years ago. I'm so proud of myself. Like, I ain't never did nothing that long. What you what you didn't did 10 times consistently. Now, some of y'all out there, you know, y'all got y'all life together. So y'all didn't did 10 or something a lot of times, more than 10, more than 20. But listen, this is a goal for me. Okay. And I'm happy about it. I'm so proud of myself. Even after a month, I was like, wow. Mind you, a month is only two episodes. <laughs> That's how inconsistent I am. But after a month, I was like, wow, girl, look at you out here podcasting and stuff. Okay, period. Don't play with me. Subscribe. Anyways, last one. Um, I moved, literally. Um, this move is, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Because it it hasn't been the best, but I know it's for the best. Um, I don't understand what's happening now, but I'm going to understand it later by and by. 
And when I say by and by, I'm not talking about in heaven. Um, side note, to all those Christians that think that to live a life, it, uh, a, a life well lived just to get to heaven, please stop uh, selling that narrative. Please stop. Like, you, you get saved and you love God to live now, to reap the rewards now, to get everything that you deserve and want now like you're empowered to do it and you're a part of the body so you need to receive your inheritance of the riches of my lord and savior it's not about just going to heaven yeah you gonna get there okay we know that already so when i say by and by i'm not talking about heaven by and by i'm talking about what the lord got for me on this journey on down the road whether it's this time next year matter of fact it could be the end of this year i don't know by the end of this year maybe next year five years down the line ten years down the line i'm going to understand this move this move to texas i'm going to understand it better later not right now because i've questioned everything about this move but i've also felt like it's going to be a good thing. It, it is. So um, I, t I took a leap of faith and I just I just did it. I said, you know what? I want to move. I want to go somewhere different. I want to have a new experience while I'm not tied down to anyone um, or anything. Let me just go and experience something different and get out of my comfort zone. And I, and I have, um, it's been hard, uh, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I, I've been hella homesick, um, you know, quarantine in house, boarding house, in house board, all that stuff. But yet here we are. And you know what, honestly, I refuse to believe that 2020 is a waste. I refuse to believe that 2020 is canceled. Uh, so many terrible things have happened, but there's something in me that knows it's like labor pains, like something is being birthed through turbulent times. So I just want to encourage somebody if you feel like um, you're going through a hard time and it's just rough for you and you don't understand this season of your life. And I'm I, I'm actually speaking this to myself because I also don't know what's going on like I'd be just as confused as everybody else and I'd be feeling like, what's the purpose? What's the point? Like, what's going on? But sometimes it just be labor pains and you just be like, dog, this hurts. This is sad. Like, I wonder when women be pregnant and they in labor and, you know, you ain't seen the baby yet. Like, you know, you be happy you pregnant, but you then you just want to see the baby. Like, you don't want to actually have to push a whole thing out of your vaginal canal you know that that hard part and i wonder if moms be thinking during labor like bruh why did i let this man impregnate me like not that you want to take it back but you kind of want to take it back you'd be like dang i wish i didn't even get pregnant i don't know i feel like that's what i'm gonna be thinking whenever that time comes but then you see the baby and I've heard every mother say this. They say, I would do it all over again. And I feel like that's the moments we have in life. It's terrible in the moment. And you'd be like, bro, what was I thinking making this move or starting this business or uh, starting these, taking these classes, trying to get this degree or 
what was I thinking? Like, this is hard. I don't want to do it. And then you get exactly what it is that you wanted or better. And you say, I would do it all over again. And I feel like I'm in the middle of one of those moments. Be encouraged. You're either going to get exactly what you have worked so hard for or something better. Not less, not in between. You are going to get exactly what you have worked for or better. I don't know how we got on that talking about self-sabotage, but this is one of the things that we are also going to stop doing in 2020. If you have not seen that podcast, seen How could you have seen it when it's not a video? Heard, you definitely hear a podcast. If you have not heard the podcast on things that I'm canceling in 2020, this is being added to the list. Self-sabotage is fired, okay? It's taking work. It's taking time, but slowly and surely, I am ridding my spirit, my soul, my mind, every thought, every emotion of any self-sabotage or any type of betrayal that is in me, it must go. Because like I said, I want to be better. I want to do better. I want to flourish and thrive into the woman that I know that I can be. And so I'm doing the work now for that to happen. Um, I'm very happy right now because I got through this episode without crying. Like literally when I was thinking about all of these bullet points, um, I I was so triggered y'all. Like it was bringing me to tears and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make it through the episode without crying, but look, look at God, we didn't made it to the end without one tear. But if you have been triggered, um sorry not sorry okay work through it and we gonna get through it okay it's gonna be all right it's always gonna be all right the hard time don't never last forever never never it always gets better listen i'm a rapper now you can't tell me nothing anyways y'all i really 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 appreciate y'all listening to my podcast um keep listening Keep giving feedback. Keep giving input. I know some of y'all DM me, um, and I don't I don't like to repost stuff like that. Like when people send me screenshots of you know them listing in DMs, or even if you post it, I don't always repost. Um, just just cause like I'm just so humbled. <laughs> like for real, for real, I'm so humbled that anybody listens to me at all. So again, if you're listening and you have made it to the end of this podcast, I appreciate you and I love you. Okay. I don't know who you are, but I love you like for real, for real. Um, keep listening. Like I said, keep sharing, go ahead, leave me a review or a rating, uh, subscribe to the podcast. So if you have anything that you want me to talk about, that you want me to expound upon, please let me know. Oh, I forgot to mention, this is also in light of Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, so I'm going to be doing um, another episode. I might do a bonus episode this month because I got some people that I want to join me on the podcast. But um yeah, I, I'm doing this episode and the rest of the ones for this month 
in light of mental health awareness month okay we we trying to be better out here we are acknowledging our feelings and we are growing and getting better as people okay we are no longer suppressing and repressing our emotions thank you for listening to another episode of the hashtag truth challenge podcast and i will be back with another episode stay tuned and keep listening love you all